name is Eli, and you're listening to the Youth of the Nation podcast, hosted by my big bro, Nate Burdine, where he speaks about the now generation, Jesus, and everything in between. Enjoy the show, and thanks for Yo, welcome to the Youth of the Nation podcast. I'm here with my boy, Dusty Bratzler. Uh, bro, Dusty, how you doing, man? Good. And I'll be honest, for like the first time saying that thing out loud, that's a beast of a last name and you got it like spot on. Many hey. people don't do that. Really? What yeah. do they say? I mean, I've gotten everything in like you can think of, but that was spot on. So props okay. to you, professionalism. Thanks, bro. Hey, listen, I've, I have the last name Burdine. And it doesn't look like Burdine. I mean, you can see it right now, the video. It looks like Burdine. I get Burdini sometimes. <laughs> uh, I've got Burdini, which doesn't make any sense. I get there's an I there, but you got to ask me how to say my last name before you just... <laughs> but um, I've said your name a couple times, so I, I felt confident. But good thing I did. I, I did good. Crushed it. <laughs> Thanks, bro. Well, Dusty, man, we've been trying to connect. We've actually recorded. We've Zoom called before. We've been trying to connect for a while, dude. Um, almost, I don't know, like, it feels like week to week to week. I'm like, hey, bro, let's record at 5, 5 p.m. And then something happens with both of us. Um, so it's just been interesting, bro. So, um, But I'm excited to record and I'm excited to go through this certain topic that we have. Um, talking about striving to be known. Right. Yeah. Dude, and what's crazy about that is when you when you sent me that on Instagram about that being the topic, I had literally just got done preaching a sermon that I had wrote two years ago. I got asked in the last minute, like in less than 24 hours, hey, will you preach in my youth group? And I'm like, oh, snap. So I'm just scrolling through, praying over the messages I already had. And this one that I wrote two years ago called Already Known, um, just walking through the calling of Jeremiah with these students. But And then you messaged me. I was like, yo, did I tell you that? And you're like, no. <laughs> so God's doing something, especially especially this morning. We we're both having a hard time getting this thing to connect. So we know something's up for sure. Yeah, God's working. So I mean, let's striving to be known is such a is such a deep topic. It's such a deep idea. Um, I I can remember when I was in when I was in youth group, all I had was the feeling um, to be known. I had the idea and the thought. Uh, and the want to be known. I can remember going to youth group and like worshiping, not because like I wanted to worship, but worshiping so people could see me and that my youth pastor would see me um, and that people would know who I am. Uh, my biggest, I think my biggest, not fear in life, but yeah, sure, fear in life is people not knowing who I am when I walk in a room. Um, that's like my biggest fear. So let's start with that first question, bro. Like, What's the feeling like? What does it feel like to be known to people for people to know your name, for people to know who you are? Yeah, I think that's like a, I, I think that with the way society is with just social media, um, I think that it's always been there for like since creation of time. Like, I think it's always been there. I mean, like, like if you want to go even deep into the, like, make it biblical you can go all the way back to like adam and eve yeah right like he literally the satan like you know the servant says he, he's talking about being known like he's talking yeah. about like he'll you'll know 
the same thing as him, you know, in good and evil, right? So her her want her wantingness of to know things and to be kind of known, I think, is part of that. So I think it's always been there, um, but I think with social media has like expanded it and probably blown it way up, way up. So that's my my take. Yeah, I agree. I just I I, I just think it's so funny that when you sent me that topic, I instantly could think of. I mean, I thought of every human I know, um, every single human I know. I know that sounds weird, but it's just the idea of, man, even people who have the greatest intentions, uh, the greatest heart, right? Because the because um, the serpent didn't have the greatest intentions, but I know people who do have the greatest intentions. And sometimes you look behind them and you're like, man, you know what this is just coming out of? This is just the one to be known. Um, actually, I had a kid. I have a, I have a kid who at um, was it maybe i was when i was in middle school and high school he would just lie about everything just everything lying where he was from his age how tall he was how good he was at sports and i don't think it was because he wanted to be good at those things it's because he wanted to be known for being good at something because maybe he didn't feel known at home or known in a certain place so i mean bro you work with so your job title I like to tell people it's like the youth pastors of youth pastors. Yeah. Yeah. So my, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I get to the opportunity with national network of youth ministry to, uh, to work in the four state areas of Arkansas, Missouri, Oklahoma, and Kansas. Um, my focus is to get youth pastors of all denominations, big and small to get them to work together to reach their communities. Um, you know, we work alongside got, you know, people like FCA, Young Life, all these, like we, we partner with them to say, hey, like how can we do this together? Because we got to model, model that as parachurch organizations. If we're going to model that, if we're going to ask youth pastors of all denominations to model that. Um, so so that being said is like, yeah, I get to sometimes play a role of like a pastor to pastors. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's 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 a blessing. Um, and, and I think I think if we just tap into the youth pastoral world, I mean, you know, full disclosure, um, you know, I've seen things on like Instagram and I follow almost every single youth group that I, I get connected to, you know, people will tell me like, well, Dusty, you don't have a youth group. I'm like, you're right. I have like dozens yeah. <laughs> because I just I watch them, you know, and I'm encouraging them. And that being said, I, I think that there's this, there's piece of us. Like if we have a really good Instagram and youth ministry, you know, it will, it, more kids will come. You know, and, there, and there's probably some truth to it. So it's just, I think, how much we allow that to control our focus. Like you said, great intentions, right? Yeah. You want to get more kids in the door. You want to get more kids to hear the gospel. You want to love more, more kids. You want your staff to love any more kids. I think that's all great intentions. Yeah. But still, it could be a bad thing, right? There's a lot of good things that can still be bad things. I mean, you drink too much water. Yeah. And kill you. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like, and if everyone's telling you to drink more water. Yeah. That's deep, bro. I think, and I think you touched on that idea is like, it's not just, obviously this is the youth of the nation podcast. So we're talking about the youth pastors to encourage youth, but it's not just kids that have this problem, um, not problem. Um, but like you said, too much of wanting to be known too much of wanting to be seen, um, can cause, um, can cause a generation, that I believe is poor in self-esteem and poor in knowing who God has made them to be. Come on. 
<laughs> Dude, say that again. Anyway, as I was saying, like my boy Dusty <laughs> told me to preach. I said, um, too much attention and too much seeking for um, to be known can lead into low self-esteem um, and generations. And then we get leaders who have low self-esteem. And if their youth group isn't 40 plus, they think they've lost the favor of God. <laughs> or like if their if their youth group, if their Instagram page doesn't have 500 likes, they've lost the favor. And I think when we create, when we make the idea of wanting to be known and we say it's God not wanting to know us, um, I don't know. Do you think that's dangerous? Um, say, say that again. So the idea of like, because sometimes when we have this um, want to be known, we fall into this trap of, well, God doesn't want to know me. Um, mm. What we believe we're not known. Yeah, I think that, man, I think that's simply a work of the enemy too. You know what I mean? I, I think it's, it's part of our flesh, right? That we, um, you know, we are in the world and then we want to become of it. I think that becoming of it means look at me status. Uh, and then we sometimes like, I've heard people um, say, well, you know, this is just my lane. You know what I mean? So I guess like, I'm just, I guess I'm supposed to do like, God only wants me to like talk to one person at a time. Maybe he does. Yeah. But then now you're like, now you're putting somebody like your issues that you have, like you were talking about like low self-esteem on God now. And I think that is definitely a, a, a dangerous place to be. You know, you, you're kind of putting your own personal issues on him, you know? Uh, but yeah, I think that is definitely a dangerous place. That's good. That's good, bro. Well, man, let's get this. I think this is the uh, the chunk of the question. You had a good oh. answer when we <laughs> talked about um, when we talked about it just before. So why do we why do we want to be known? Like, because bottom line is, yeah, we're made we're made by God, and that's a fact. But why do people who don't even know the Lord still want to be known by somebody? Mm. You know, so, I think. Yeah. Sorry, you're gonna keep going. Um, no, you're good. So I was just saying, like, so they know that. So we we we're all created by the one who knows us, but we still, no matter, even if we know who the creator is or not, uh, we want to be known. So why? Yeah. Well, you know, like the calling of Jeremiah. Literally, he literally says, like, I've known you, you know, before you were in your mother's womb. You know, and there's some there's some powerful uh, powerfulness to that to that feeling. But um, like you said, I think you said people that aren't believers, I think people that are believers and people that aren't believers, we all struggle with this idea. And, you know, I think it goes back to, again, I think we can look at um, the fall of Lucifer. You know, I mean, if you look at him, you know, he was a he was basically the, <laughs> the first worship leader. You know what I mean? Like he was like he was leading them up there all them angels and you know i think that there's this this thought that he wanted to turn a little bit of this praise towards himself and this little bit of no me that he started to use some of that and that wasn't that wasn't gonna fly in like heaven you know what i mean and so he cast him out and when he cast him out to earth what, what's interesting to that is like you then see lucifer kind of show up or, or or satan show up to tempt jesus in the desert you know, and, and he's sitting there and he's, he's looking out. And I've always thought this was interesting. He's, he's, he says, look at all of this. You know, he's like showing them um, 
just all, all of this land. And he says, I'll give this all back to you. Right. If you bow to me. Right. He's asking the son of God. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he's asking the son of God, you bow to me. So, you know, me and I'll give it back to you. So it's like, if this is his dominion, right? That's the whole point of the return of Christ is to take that back from him. Yeah. Is like, if this is a dominion and his whole, his whole essence of being is fame and knownness. Yeah. Like, I think that we as human living in this earth on this side of heaven, we all struggle with that, believe it or not. Yeah. That's deep, bro. And I love, bro, I love the depth of that. I didn't even think about that, especially when he says, like, the heart behind him saying, hey, bow to me is one. He wants everyone to worship him, to be known. Like, yeah. it's, it's wild when you think about it. And he's asking, because he's a dummy, he's asking the son of God to bow to him. And it's just like, Jesus is like, nah, bro, you tripping. <laughs> word. And it sends him away. Um, and then the angels come take care of him. But in that moment, it's like, it's a, it's a second Adam moment. And Jesus played his cards right. Um, and because, you know, the serpent came in and was like, yo, did he really tell you that, though? Yeah. Like, did he really tell you that you couldn't do that? Trust, yeah. trust me. You'll know everything. And they're like, yup, bet. That's good. That's real good. I think, you know, I think if you look at it too, is like a deeper part of that is like, how many times are we asked that same question? Like we, like how many times it has the enemy used to say, Hey, I'll give you this. Right. If you just yeah. see, now here's the deal. Um, yeah, I was just talking to a dude uh, about idols. You know, and, and the truth is that, you know, an idol is anything that you put above God. And I said, sometimes people will, I've seen people put ministry mm. above God. You know, we were part of the team unashamed. And, you know, I talk, I talk about KB. Being, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to get in, I'm not going to get into it. But no, no, you got, you got they, they were going wild on, <laughs> they're going wild on the chat. And, you know, I lo love to oh. him, but for real though, KB is one of the most theological mm -hmm. rappers probably ever. I mean, the dude, yeah. like he says, I mean, he went and got a the like a, a theological degree and he's rapping and he's yeah. using it. Right. And, yeah. But he literally says, you know, he, he says in one of his songs, he says, uh, I had a dream last night that you can build a kingdom without God. Right. Mm -hmm. Like. And, and we see like, and, and I think some, some parts he attacks the Western church. And I think a lot of people that makes a lot of people uncomfortable, um, not hating on the Western church. I, I work to equip and to empower and to strengthen the Western church and the local church. Um, but I think sometimes he makes people uncomfortable by some of that. But I mean, that's, that's the point. I mean, like if we, if we can't, if we can't be uncomfortable, then we're not really listening. I don't think, but but yeah, I mean, I think uh, now I don't even as a rabbit trail towards the team on a shame chat. But uh, <laughs> but that song, but that song though, because that song has so much depth to it, right? And I so think much. It, obviously, because he's talking about two things in that song, uh, and they're both dummy uncomfortable, like just super uncomfortable. Uh, one, he's kind of talking about how we go and uh, we talk about Jesus, and then we leave our lives of sin. Um, and I love, and I don't know if that 
I don't know if that story is about him. I don't know what it's about. Um, but the the depth of that story is true. And it's it's not all about like, you know, like about the sexual part either. It's about us going and lying, us lying and stealing and like all these different things. And then we go on stage and we're like, Jesus. Mm. And we're not and I and I believe what it is is, you know, obviously it's a heart of repentance and a heart of accountability. And that's where I believe the Lord redeems. But then he also talks about I do that bar is so filled. He's like, um, when he says I had a dream last night, you can be a kingdom without God. And I was like, oh, oh. Yeah, I think even does he say, I think he's like, you can build a Christian empire without God. That's what yeah. he says. Yep. You can be a Christian empire without God. And I was like, because I remember when yeah. he put the um the teaser for that, and that was the only part he said. People were like, Hey, how dare he say that? You can't do that. God is in everything. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Immediately, right? I yes. immediately, my thing is, anytime that someone comes up with something like that and you match it with defense, oh, you're guilty. Oh, I mean, oh. check yourself. <laughs> I mean, I've done it before, right? They'd be like, when I was younger, they'd be like, hey, uh, who broke this? And I'd be like, why do you think I broke it? Why would I break it? That doesn't make any. And they're like, okay, you broke it because you keep defending yourself. Right. Um, so, yeah, man, it's just funny how, and I talked about this last week with RG. We someone posts a comment or a statement that's not with the white Christian church. I'm gonna just keep it. I'm gonna just keep it funky. Um, And we immediately go to our keyboards and say, "Hey, well, you don't know this, and you don't know this, and that." KB, bro, like, what's that one song on? Um, have you heard "I'm Not the One"? Oh yeah, dude. The the depth of that song is more than just him just saying, "I'm." Oh boy, yeah. See, I mean, look, if K- KB, if you ever hear this, you just keep doing you. <laughs> yeah, don't listen to all these other haters, bruh. We talk to the team in the shame, folks, so they're on their straight and narrow. Um, but, uh, but I mean, straight. so being known, like, I think yeah. that <laughs> that team on the shame chat got us wild now, too. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So I mean, but but that being knownness too, it, it can also be an idol. Mm-hmm. So going back to like, I've seen people with like amazing intentions in ministry, mm-hmm. uh, then again start to, you know, have the wrong intentions. You know, I think of uh, Philippians, was it Philippians three or Philippians one seventeen or fifteen, where it talks about like Paul says that you know people are preaching. Um, with selfish ambitions and wrong intentions, but the but the glory of the God is still be is still be talking, just being still being talked about. Yeah. You know, um, we see pastors fall all the time. You know, and, but yet God was still using them in a way. Yeah. Uh, and I think there's a there's like there's that fine line to how much is God, and how much is our flesh. Yeah. And when there's that constant battle, I, I think you know your original question is like, you know. Why do we want to do this? I talked about the Lucifer thing, but I, I'm I'm gonna take this space to be completely transparent. Yeah, um, I fight this like every day, every day. Like um, sometimes I have used f- humility and has turned it into false humility, to where it's like I I wanted to be on the opposite side of that pendulum so bad that like I've almost like hurt the kingdom of God because I turned down things that God was pushing me towards, but I was like, oh. Well, uh, can't be me you know like and i i stepped away you know and i didn't even 
So I think that there's this, this, this fight. And I know it's just me. I'm talking about I statements. I fight with this all the time. Yeah. I think if we're honest with ourselves, especially in ministry, like this, if we're just going to be completely keep it real in ministry, I think this is one of the hardest things is, are you wanting to be known? Yeah. Or are you want him to be known? For sure. Come on, doc. And that, that's deep. That's deep. I, I struggle with that being, being 20 and being, I'm always in the rooms of guys who are five plus years older than me, well, ladies who are five plus years older than me. And I'm like, bruh, y'all going, y'all finna know me. Like y'all have no choice. And I had, I've had to check my heart sometimes and be like, is that me? Is that me wanting these the gifts God's giving me? And not like, you know, not be looked down upon a, because of my age? Or is that me saying, yo, everyone pay attention to me. I'm the youngest dude in the room. I got some words to say. Um, you know, like you said, wanting him to be known or wanting myself to be known. Uh, and, bo- and both can be so dangerous. Both can be so dangerous. It's such a fine line, man. Yeah. It's such a fine line. Um, but like, you know, you said like you do is kicking a door and you like, you want to quote what first Timothy four twelve Adam, <laughs> you know, <Yeah. laughs> you know, Don't like, look down on me. <laughs> yeah. Dude, <laughs> I, look, I'll be honest. Like, uh, going back to the calling Jeremiah, like that's was his excuse. You know, well, I can't speak. I can't say, I can't speak for you. I'm too young, bro. That's been my life. Like I've been like literally said, I mean, I'm, I'm 32 years old. So I'm like a decade <laughs> older <laughs> and, and some. Um, then you, but like the thing is, is sometimes I, I feel that way. I walk into a room and I don't, it's not by age that I feel like, you know, it's by experience. Mm. Sometimes I walk in and I belittle myself because I feel like I don't have a degree or a piece of paper that tells me that I'm this and I'm that. And there's nothing to that. Like there's nothing, there's no disrespect to any theological degrees. Like this wasn't the path God brought me down. Um, but like. I walk into a room sometimes, so and I'm like, "Well, I can't, I can't speak. Yeah, you know, I, I got to step away. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll just hide in the shadows." Right. And I'm like, "And guys, like, no, nah, I've I put you there, right? Like you say, like he put you in a room like that, being the youngest one in the room to say, hey, stay, tr- stay true to like that, dude. If nothing else, let me speak into your life. Like, stay true to that. Thanks, dude. Yeah." on being known like we are and the youth man how can we we live in a world that's more depressed more anxious uh more shameful more guilty um not guilty but feeling guilty <laughs> than ever before um every almost every kid i talk about is like man i, I feel i'm sad I'm, I'm depressed and i'm like Bruh, what so how do we help how do we help kids be known and you know we can't answer the answer the um, whole question but how can we start the conversation on how do we help kids um, young people feel known Um, because I think I I think that I could be totally wrong but I think the leaders um, leaders want to help students but we're kind of looking at it and saying okay how do we how do we equip them how do we equip a kid with mental health um, how do we equip a kid? And that's not the conversation. The conversation is being known. But it starts with that idea of depression, anxiety, um, 
and the feelings of doubt and anger and whatever um, that start that idea of not being loved. Yeah, man, I think <clears throat> I think also getting them to realize that they really getting them to understand that they're the most connected generation and the most alone generation in the same time. Like I know that they've heard that said, but under like giving them raw facts. Yeah. Um, I got to speak to a group of middle schoolers the other day and I talked about this and I told them, I said, Hey, I'm just going to keep it real, (laughs) you know, sixth or eighth graders. And I'm just like teen suicides on the rise. And I think it's specifically because of this is nobody knows me. Right. Like nobody knows me. Like I had, look, I had a principal tell me this out of school when I was talking about this topic um, of just teen suicide on the rise. And I just asked him like, what, what do you see? And he said, man, I think sometimes students see that when someone takes their life, that they are more known when they're not here. So sometimes the way that the community almost glorifies it a little bit when they're just trying to honor that, that person. But sometimes like that, this principle was the same. I think that they sit there and go, Oh, maybe they'll, they'll do a memorial in my name or they'll put my shirt on a, They'll put my face on a shirt. So it pushed, I think it's, there's some evil to that that pushes them one step closer to go, I'm more known if I'm not here. Yeah. And so, um, I think it's getting them to realize that, that it's like, you don't have to, it's not about all those little hearts on Instagram. <laughs> you know, there's so much more. Yeah. And so I think getting them to starting that conversation where they're at, what they understand, they understand those hearts on Instagram. They yeah. get that. For sure. They might not get the, the whole psychology behind it, but yeah. they know, Hey, if there's a heart, that means someone liked it. That means somebody recognized me. Yeah. That's deep, bro. And you, you touched on something so well, man, is, um, I don't know if you know this. I mean, I'm sure you do like the idea, the stat that if there's a kid or a suicide in the area, the chances of another kid um, committing suicide in the area goes like substantially up. Like it's like ridiculous. So when I've, I've, I've had to be, unfortunately I've had to be in schools, um, you know, that have kids. It's a you know, blessing and curse because I get to be with kids. But unfortunately, I've been in schools where kids do do fall into that and families are broken and shattered. Um, and then everyone goes, all right, Nate, what do you got? And I'm like, uh, shoot. But <laughs> within that, um, I, and then I can see more kids crying and more kids depressed and more kids post their stuff. And I'm like, yo, 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 get away from that. Get away from the idea that, um, that you need to go to. Um, I always tell kids. Um, that's a part of my story if we're getting even deeper as suicide and I always tell kids is that it's always a permanent solution to a temporary problem. Mm. Might be a 12 year problem, like the bleeding woman, but it's always a temporary or a permanent problem to a temporary solution or yeah, my bad, a permanent solution to a temporary problem. And, and then when I've always, when I've seen kids who, who, who have taken their lives and I go, if only you knew, you know, like, but also if only someone took the chance because, sorry, I'm going, but I think, I think you agree with this, but because like, even though 
being known too much or being wanting to be known is too much. It can be kind of unhealthy. Being known is so important. Mm-hmm. Being known is so important. And if, um, if Shalissa, um, had, if ha- that's not her name, but if she had only been known, if she had only said, been told, Hey, you look cool today or like, Hey, nice smile or high five. That, that could have changed the, not just like the next month, but the outcome of their lives. And so, yeah, I mean, there's a study out there that says that every person, doesn't matter what age, needs five people in their life mm. to be speaking into them, right? And to be be there for them, five, right? So, and, and sometimes they say that's not even counting parents. Oh, wow. So if you think about that, I mean, that's technically seven if you're looking at the the perfect American family, you know what I mean? Of having both parents blessed to those who do. Um, but, uh, but yeah, man, there's that, that study that says that each need five and, you know, just going back to what I get to do, I got to see some youth pastors. I get, to, I got to see like 25 youth pastors sitting there. And what happened was, is a dream that I always had with this was that, that they would end up learning that if a kid left their youth group and went to another youth group, that was a chance for just another person. But if they communicated, yeah, right. Like, Hey, I haven't seen Billy. You know, he looks like this. Here's his Instagram page. Anybody seen that kid? Yeah. And then that guy's like, Oh, he's been at my, at my services the last two months, two months. He's like, Hey, just tell him pastor. So-and-so says hi. Mm. In that moment, when he goes back and says to Billy, Hey, pastor, so-and-so wants you to know that he misses you and he loves you. And he's, he's my friend and he wants you to know, he, you know, He's hoping you're doing okay. Boom. Right wow. then. That, <laughs> That's crazy. that impacts students right then. Yeah. To know like that, that they weren't just a number. Mm-hmm. They weren't just, they just weren't a butt in a seat that they go, yeah. oh, he knows I was gone. That, there's a part of being known there. Yep. You know? There's another study about Instagram. Sorry, I, I just read this the other day, so it's like on my mind. But they, like, they literally um, showed teens and adolescents like a picture right of something that was a kind of like borderline inappropriate um the the study didn't tell me exactly what the picture was but they said it was an inappropriate picture and it, they just showed just the picture and they looked away students looked away but then they showed them the same about the same not the same exact picture with the same kind of content but they put like they put likes and comments on it right they, they put like you know 50 or 100 likes on it and like 12 comments mm-hmm. and they didn't look away which the study began to show if they know what they see is probably not something they should look at. But then based on like, Oh, other people like this and this is cool. Maybe I should know this. Mm. Right. And so, um, it's just some, there's some crazy psychology behind that, you know? And that when I read that, when I read that, that, that rocked my world to know that that teens are like, are that influenced? Yeah. Yeah. Kids, kids are, it's wild. I, I see. So it's funny when I say kids, cause I'm like, man, I'm a kid myself, <laughs> um, but uh, I finally turned 21 this summer. Let's go. Get up. And, but that being said, uh, I, I see it every day. Um, and actually I'm going to this um, in a little bit. I got a um, jet because I'm going to this uh, time called hurricane time. It's at uh, the school in my, in my district. Uh, that I serve and man, they have, 
they have a bunch of kids and they're basically going to classes to get like specialized training for different classes. Um, and they said, Hey, we want you to take kids and just like hoop with them or like play football with them. And I was like, bet. So like, that's literally what, <laughs> what <I> a do. dream. <laughs> 30, 25, 30 minutes is go outside and throw the ball with some kids or hoop with some kids. Um, but that, that all to be said, um, man, you should see these kids' faces when I go, hey, you come with me. Really? Like, they like, grab their books and, like, not, and that's not, I don't think that's none of me. It's the words, hey, you, hey, you, I see you, mm. come with me. Not the idea of, like, oh, I got to go with Nate. That's not about me. It's about, man, someone's calling me out and I'm not just another kid in this huge room um, doing a bunch of homework and they're like, wow, I got to go play basketball and, football and then you know you dominate the kids as much as you as until they're destroyed there's no um, slowing down no slowing down um and uh yeah so that's the death bro and you're right the, the instagram thing i i mean that's even me bro man if you got no likes on it i ain't clicking on that i ain't liking it either but if i got a little hundred likes a little 20 comments best believe so transparency i'll tell you this if it I actually catch myself now. That I'm thinking about it. I'll catch myself liking it if it doesn't have a lot of likes, and I'll, mm. I'll catch myself commenting if it doesn't have a lot of comments. Here's why: talks about coming to that being known and seen. Right? Being yeah. known is about being seen. Like you just said, I see you, therefore I know you. Right? Mm. And so I think that Instagram plays on that. Oh, because they see me, then they must know me. Yeah. So I this is transparency, but like sometimes I'll comment on something just cause I'm like on the only comment on the Ooh. first comment, yeah. someone's going to see my thing and then maybe they'll follow me. Mm. Yeah. So this is me telling myself, right. This yeah. is confessions, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Come on. but I think, but I think that I catch myself doing that. If it has a couple hundred likes, my, my like doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. Right. It's like, whatever. I'm just one of the other hundred. But yeah. maybe two likes on there and I like it. I know that they're clicking on that and they're going to uh -huh. go, well, who liked my stuff? And they're like, oh, Dusty like my stuff. Follow. Follow wow. that guy. Follow that guy. <laughs> I mean, my con I mean, and even but again, like my content's like my content is all glorifying God. But yet my it comes down to my thing, right? Yeah. Like, ooh, shoot, I'm just I'm Dang. gonna stop telling myself. <laughs> <laughs> they tell it on yourself, bro. But hey, um, maybe we also start telling ourselves a little more and we'd be, we'd be more pure, right? Yeah. Um yeah, dude, I found, I've, I've always found that if I'm struggling uh, with anything, um, accountability is, um, is what the Lord loves. Mm. Um, mm. And uh, in anything, bro, and especially with this being a known, man, if, like, if you tell somebody, hey, yo, I want you to look at my likes because you can see like what posts people have liked on Instagram or like um, it'll pop up on your feed. This I used to do that, man. I used to be like, yo, I'm not trying to be on Instagram from like 9 p.m. to, you know, till I wake up. So I have my girlfriend and I said, yo, I really want you to like see if I'm active and call me out. And she has. She's been like, get him. She's been like, yo, what what you doing on Instagram at 2 a.m.? I'm like, uh, I was looking at Eagle stuff. And she's like, Eagles don't need you at 2 a.m. And I was like, yeah, you're right. And so that's good. Uh, it's just it's just accountability and everything um like you said snitching on ourselves uh triple e has our song snitch yeah um, that's good too i'm a snitch man like just being being open 
to people and open to God and being known because we're all known by God, whether we like it or not. Mm. Um, bottom line, we're all known by God. Um, the kid who hates me or hates you because you keep telling them about Jesus is still known by God. Um, and I know that's like, really? But like, that's, that's facts. Like, they're still known by God. They're still loved by God. Um, even though sometimes we want to like choke them a little bit. But that being said, uh, God knows them. Um, yeah. God knows us. And it goes back into that. Yeah. And it's like you said, the seen and known thing, right? Like if, if, if the word is true and he says that he leaves the 99 for the one, mm-hmm. right? Like he left the nine, the 99 to, to find the one he couldn't see so that yeah. the one would know they were known, you know? So bro, shout out to, if you don't, have you ever, have you have not heard of the clothing line called art of homage? No, I haven't. Bro, look them up. They have an okay. Instagram art of homage. They got like they, they. This is what their thing is. Is like they. Have, I have a shirt from them. It says uh, "Famous enough, rather rather be known by God than by man," and it's mm-hmm. like, bro. I, I actually hit him up on the thing. I was like, "Yo, I'm gonna have to give you a shout out." We're talking about this topic, and he has a shirt that says "Known." Like, I, I, I wear it everywhere I go, just because I try to. It's a reminder for me, right? It's like a reminder, like Dusty. Like, are you are you rather be famous in his eyes or their eyes, right? Yeah. So, but yeah, man. A little shout out for them. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Uh, let's see if they can sponsor me, bro. No, I'm just <laughs> yeah, get on them. I, I, I told them I'll send them. I told the guy, I was like, I'll send you the, the episode. Oh, yep. Tell me, yeah. I, I, is it this stuff right here? Um, Channel Dixon? Yeah, that's him. Oh, yeah, man. I've seen his stuff all over the place, dude. Yeah, hit him up. Worship shirts. Mm-hmm. Uh, his worship hats. Yep. Uh, yeah. I've seen a couple wear. Well, Dusty, man. Um, dude. Thank you, bro. Oh, it's an honor. Thank you, bro, man. How can I always? I always love opening it. How can people connect with you? Uh, how can people? I mean, you're a youth pastor of like a hundred thousand youth pastors. So how can? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> how can more people know me? Yeah. Um, <laughs> how can how can more people help you be known, bro? Uh, man. So there's there's a couple ways. Obviously, you can look me up on Instagram. It says D, and then my last name, B R A. T Z L E R D Brassler. Um, so you can find me on there. Uh, you know, DM me, you know, we, we can talk. I, I help, I help people mostly in the four States, but I got, we got people, we got team members across the country so we can get you connected anywhere. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, we, we, uh, from one podcast to another podcast, you know, we, we, we just launched one, uh, last month for our, our organization called free refills podcast. Um, and we honestly on there, we talk about the hard things of youth ministry. Um, we got to kind of talk about that, which yeah. I loved asking you, like, give me your top three things. And bro, you went on to preach it. You're coming, bro. We have to do this the other way. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, we talk about the hard things of, um, we just talked about the hard things of youth ministry. Um, and, and I, not as a youth worker, as a youth pastor, uh, you know, things that we struggle with, you yeah. know, it's, it's not like, Hey, you, you should always be happy because you get to go play games with kids. Like, no, you, there's so much to it. You know, there's yeah. senior leaders that say oh, the health of our church relies on you, right? A good health, a good youth group. That's, that's a lot of pressure. So anyway, we, we get to talk, we get to talk those out. Um, and so, yeah, like I said, it's a free refills podcast. Uh, but we just, we just hope to refill, re-energize our end, um, 
youth workers yeah every month so uh but yeah man so i like i said shout out to this uh this is this is one of my top five for sure i say top three uh, that because not just because i'm here but because like i love that you just get on here and you you share your heart dude you just share your heart and they're always pure right they're just like hey man like this is happening right now in, in the culture and it's not okay and so I, I'm always like, what did Nate say about this? <laughs> like, does Nate have an episode for this? Like, before yeah. I just get into this too far, does Nate have an episode? So look, I'm 32. Keaton, you're 20. I, guys on a respecter of age, so neither am I. Yeah. So uh, yeah, man, keep doing your thing. I really appreciate what you do and just sharing your heart, man. I appreciate it, bro. Thanks, Dusty. Um, Dusty's the man. Yeah, go check out the Free Refills podcast. Um, they got a, they got, how many episodes do you guys have out now? So we have officially out, I think like two or three, but we have a couple bonuses. Okay. Um, we our, our, our second one got released last week um, uh, on March 4th. Uh, every first Monday, we send out a free refill, basically. Yeah. So that one was leading through pain, your own personal pain and crisis. Right? How do you keep going when you're the one in pain? So, uh, but yeah, man, I appreciate you. Uh, thanks for getting, letting us get a little plug. That's awesome. Yeah. Definitely. And the logo for the Free Real Fills podcast is fire. Yeah. yeah our, our, our host for that, um, his name is Boss. And he actually is a designer. And okay. He, I mean, he, he drew that all up himself. So it's legit. He's dope. He's dope. Um, I love Boss. He is. Man. Hey, well, hey, guys. Thank you guys for checking out episode 29 of the Youth of the Nation podcast. That was my boy, Dusty. I'll catch y'all next week. Peace. Peace.